Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Joining now is our insider, Kevin Bohannon. Man, football tonight. Uh, didn't you must really be excited? Yeah, I'm re- really excited. It's, it's finally football. You got a game at War Memorial tonight. Uh, you got a couple on Thursday, and then Friday we kick off. Uh, today we're going to talk a little 2A football. And the 2A classification, Randy, has really changed over the last couple of years. You know, it used to, it used to have 48 teams. Now you're down to 29. And you still got some of the same teams that have been powerhouses the last few years. But the landscape has definitely changed. It's a top-heavy conference now, no doubt with the advent of eight-man football and some of uh, Fordyce, Ryzen, Junction City, all moving up to 3A. Ryzen, of course, has been in 3A for a little while. So you still got some of the same uh, schools that are down in the Delta over at Eastern Arkansas that are really looking back for a trip to War Memorial Stadium in December. You mentioned the just the sheer numbers of schools, 29 down from, what, 48 Yep. Is that going to continue, Kevin, do you think, to be a, a trend that we're going to see at the 2A level? I mean, that, that to me is alarming. I, I do, and we I've talked about it with administrators, coaches, and what we saw last year, Hazen had 13 kids. Yeah, they won 10 games. That's a special situation, though. You don't usually have 12, 13 kids, healthy kids, that are able to go out and make the quarterfinals of the state tournament. So, with eight-man football, you're able to still get kids scholarships, still get still get kids the availability to play at the next level and give them that opportunity without the possibility of injury. Because when you have to go out there and play the entire 48 minutes of football, of course, injury comes into play. Mm-hmm. And coaches and administrators don't want to put kids in those situations. They're monitoring the levels at which they're playing at. And I look at Mariana and – when my dad went to North Pulaski in 2002, the previous year, North Pulaski had played Mariana, and Mariana was a 4A school at the time. Now they're a 2A school, and you're starting to see kids, and one thing that I was told, you're starting to see kids that are out in, in the rural areas, they're kind of going to the city that's you know around them. Barton used to have that back in the day, where you had kids from Elaine and all over the area, they would just they would go to Barton, and that's one of the reasons Barton was really good because they had really good athletes, but Frank McClellan and winning 111 straight games in the regular season. So you're starting to see that more and more. That's why some of the six, the 5A schools are going to 6 and 6 to 7 and so forth is you, the athletes and the football players are starting to go to these larger cities and not playing in their backyard, so to speak. Huh. Uh, let's talk with the uh, the old man here. Never mind. Old man didn't hang in there. Uh, as you mentioned, the names kind of are familiar, even though in some regards there are some perennial powers that in some cases just haven't uh, quite bounced back, whether it be at number 10, Carlisle. Earl has slipped down to number 12, McCrory, which is under new leadership is coming in at number 13 14 just a year ago had Quincy uh, Clarence, uh, Quincy McAdoo uh, they've dropped down a little bit but then you look at the upper half and 
Hazen, Desark, Mount Ida is back under Mike White. They've made quite a comeback the last couple of years. Poen under Vic uh, Barnett have been a perennial pyre the last couple of years. Hector has been really good. And reemerging from eight-man football back to 11-man football under Michael Carter, one of my kids, one of my softball kids. Little Rock Episcopal checks in at number six. Baptist Prep at number seven. Bigelow at eight. East Poinsett County at nine. And then at number 10, as we mentioned, the Carlisle Bison. Yeah, you got some teams like Episcopal under Coach Carter. They did really well in eight-man football the last couple of years. I remember three seasons ago, we had them at Woodlawn, and they had some really good athletes out there. They didn't have many numbers, of course, but they played really good brand of football. So how does that translate back to 11-man football? Uh, We'll see. Uh, Of course, Mount Ida was in the same situation not too long ago. They've got Coach Michael White back. Uh, His nephew, uh, Caleb White, is going to be a big component in their backfield this year. And they got Carter Routon, the quarterback. He runs the triple option better than anybody in the state of Arkansas. So Mount Ida is in, in the top for sure. It all starts with Hazen, though. And I know we talked about it on our football Friday, Sonic Blast, even between me, you, and Rick about, you know, what were we going to call Hazen and their, their 13 or 12, 14 kids, however many they had. But Luke King is, no matter classification, one of the best quarterbacks in the state. He had a phenomenal 2021 throwing over for over 3,000 yards over 30 touchdowns so Luke's back for Hazen and then you got Desark. Desark's going to be starting a new era under Brandon Barbary but they've got two running backs Travion Reed who averaged a remarkable 14.3 yards per carry last year he was a sophomore on that state runner-up team under BJ Pascal and then Jack Kirby their fullback they also run the flex bone uh, ran for over a thousand yards last year Never count out McCrory. Uh, thing about McCrory is, they're, yes, they're going to miss Casey Campbell. Yes, they're going to miss Reed Kennan. But they've got plenty of guys who played on that state title team that are moving positions, and they're going to be a team to be reckoned with. East Poinsett County up in the northeast part of the state, really like the way they look with Carter Smith, the senior quarterback. And then they've got all-conference runner Dennis Gaines. He's only a junior, Randy. And I'm really looking forward to seeing him get the football. Clarendon is a mystery. And, you know, they're, they're picked fourth in the, the 2-2-A. And that's another thing. When you start looking at the conferences, none of it makes sense because some of them are in the north, east, west, south, and they're not labeled right. But the, the AAA did what they could with them. I think I hear the music, so we'll talk about Clarendon on the other side of the break. Let's do that. All right, that is our football, high school football insider, Kevin Bohannon, Rick Schaefer. I'm Randy Rainwater, along with the high school football insider, Kevin Bohannon. All right, Kevin, when we left off, you were about to talk about the mysterious Clarendon Lions. That's mysterious? right. Yeah, mysterious. mysterious. They came in last season, of course, and went 9-3. and three. They lost in the semifinals to Fordyce, 7-6. to six. After beating Fordyce, we had a sonic blast there uh, in Fordyce that night. They jumped, Clarendon jumped out 21 to nothing over the Red Bugs. So, Mark Courtney going into his second season, he lost Quincy McAdoo. He lost a couple other guys, but they do have all conference receiver Terrence Hampton back. They can play him in the slot, in the backfield, moving him out wide. Uh, 4 4 speed, and you got Demarius Humphrey. He was ineligible last season. He did play on the basketball team. They've got him out there this season. Uh, junior Jackson Hampton takes over at 
quarterback, Wick Caldwell, will back him up. So Clarendon moving to the 2-2A conference. They're stuck in the same conference with McCrory, and they're stuck in the same conference with East Poinsett County, and they're in the same conference with Desart. So Desart, McCrory, Clarendon, they go from playing a five-team schedule in conference play to an eight-team. They're one of the only one of the only four in Class 2A that have eight teams. So the top half of that conference is going to be really, really competitive. I think Desarc has the advantage right now. And, you know, how will they look under Brandon Barbary? They return ten starters, five on each side of the ball. They're going to run the flex bone. They're going to run that four-two-five defense, ball-hawking defense that they've had over the last few years. People expect winners coming out of Desarc now. So don't expect anything less this season. I expect them to get to War Memorial Stadium. And, you know, looking across, you know, some of the other schools in Class 2A, Lafayette County's got some really good, talented defenders out there. Zalen Parrish, defensive lineman, Kalen Sanders. And then they got uh, DJ Dedner as well. So the problem is they don't have the depth on the offensive side of the ball to score enough points with some of these teams. So that's what, when I'm talking about, 2A being top-heavy, that's some of the situations that you're looking at. Hector's another team that could be a top five. Landon Kaufman's one of their players at receiver, and we talked about uh, Jaden Zerline from Poen. Poen's another interesting uh, story, you know, losing how they did last year. They were one game away from one Memorial Stadium as well. So uh, what are the – they're going to take the next step under Vic Barrett this year. I think Poen has a really good chance with some of those other schools like Junction – Fordyce moving on up to the next level. All right, Kevin, this is Rick's favorite week <laughs> zero. Oh, yeah, right. Opening yeah. week. I'll say opening week for Rick. Good so for you, opening week for Rick Schaefer, what does that mean? Some key games that maybe those that just want to go out and watch some outstanding football, where do they begin? You know, we're thankful for technology. A, a lot of the times in our lives. So you do have streaming services that are available right now. Uh, the guys over at Natural State Sports uh, signed a deal with Pulaski County Special School District where all, where all four schools, Mills, Maumelle, Sylvan Hills, Joe T. Robinson, you can go to YouTube and watch those games every week. The Southwest Arkansas Times is showing the game tonight between Prescott and Bismarck. So that's going to be your first game of the year at War Memorial Stadium. Prescott opens there for the second straight year. They're the favorite in 3A. But let's go to Class 7A. Whoa, whoa, uh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Time out. Whoa. So yep. if I wanted to watch Prescott and uh, Bismarck tonight, how do I go about doing that? Yes. If you go to YouTube and you type in SW Times, you'll be able to it'll, – it'll pull it up for you. There you or go. You can SW do a keyword, Times. Yeah, or you can do a keyword search and uh, look up the name of the school. And be careful, some – there are some people out there trying to scam. Uh, just check online. Check your school's website. They're, the schools have been notified by the AAA to make sure there's a link to the web, to the streaming service on the school's website or social media. So make sure you're clicking the right links and don't get scammed. Sorry hmm. about that, Randy. Okay. okay. No, good information. Yep. yep. Class 7A, Thursday at War Memorial Stadium. Big week at War Memorial Stadium. you got Prescott Bismarck tonight. You got Little Rock Parkview is hosting Springdale Harbor on Thursday. Randy, you and I will be out there on Friday before North Little Rock and Catholic. And then you got the Salt Bowl on Saturday. Four games at War Memorial this week. That'll be a lot of good action for people in Central Arkansas. 
teams in the West taking on some of the best teams out of Oklahoma. You got Bentonville West plays Tulsa Booker T. Washington. Broken Arrow, Oklahoma goes to Bentonville. Broken Arrow, of course, and Booker T in that tough 6A classification along with Tulsa Union, Tulsa Jinx. Really good football in that Tulsa area. Bentonville West played Broken Arrow last year, suffered a defeat. And then you got, the, of course, the Salt Bowl on Saturday. Uh, Benton announced today that Gary Rideout, the junior transfer from Little Rock Central, will be their starting quarterback. Uh, Coach Brad Harris did say that you could see all three of them, uh, Kleinhart, Jack Wilbright, and Gary Rideout at quarterback. Bryant uh, took care of business against Plasty Academy. Uh, they'll be starting sophomore Jordan Walker, most likely. Going to Class 6A, Randy, Van Buren and Alma, the battle for the bone. Van Buren leads that series 40-35, I believe. Really interesting game. Marion and Wynn. Marion picked uh, top five of Class 6A. Wynn, top five of Class 5A. Really intriguing game. Maumel and Sylvan Hills. Talk about Plassey County. Those two teams really looking for a playoff hunt this year. And then one of the best games, Stillwater, Oklahoma. The Greenwood Bulldogs will be taking the trip over to Stillwater. Stillwater finished in the semifinals of Class 6A last year. Class 5A, you got Magnolia and Nashville will be a really good game. Is is Nashville going to be back? Are they going to be able to get those six, seven, ten win seasons that they're 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 accustomed to uh, in in down there in Scrapper Land? And then you got Arkadelphia and Camden Fairview. That's going to be a really good game. And then the other one I'm looking forward to. Harding Academy and Valley View. Class 4A starts at the top, baby. Warren at Stuttgart. These teams have played four times the last two years. Stuttgart, of course, won nine games in a row in between bookend losses to, uh, to Warren. Uh, looking forward to that one. Fordyce and Monticello has some intrigue this year. Looking forward to that one as well. And then a really good test for Glen Rose. They traveled across it, crossed it, of course, uh, finished second in that tough 8-4A last year. They've lost some uh, starters from last year's team, but uh, Vince Newton really wish him the best this year, their first-year head coach. Class 3A, we talked about Prescott and Bismarck tonight, Boonville and Dollarway, Mountain Cove at Poen. Uh, they were in the same conference last year. Now they get to start the season off facing off against each other. And then up in northeast Arkansas, you got two conference headliners, Newport, who's picked to win the two 3A, and then Osceola, who's picked to finish runner-up in the 3-3A. Those two teams square off. Class 2A, uh, not many games this week. Hazen at Mariana, Mar Mark Treat at Hector, and Episcopal at Decatur. If you get a chance this week, uh, fans, go out and watch some high school football. This is just a, a, a appetizer of what's to come. I think there's uh, 50, 55 games this week. Uh, make sure you tune in Friday night. And uh, next week on Tuesday, we will have our first uh, Wood uh, Chevrolet uh, primetime performer of the week. So we are really looking forward to that. Thanks to Wood Family Chevrolet up in Batesville uh, for sponsoring the segment again this fall. Well, Kevin, I hope your pencil or your adding machine hit the wrong number because I've got there close to 80 matchups this first week so that's uh, right i hit the wrong button <laughs> <laughs> i start saying man i'm gonna double check my records to make sure that i didn't hit the wrong button but uh anyway all right we look forward to seeing you on friday there at war memorial stadium 
That is our high school insider, Kevin Bohannon.